What's going on there, Youth Pastors? Paul Turner here from the DiscipleProject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. Hope that you're doing well. Summer is almost over. How exciting. <laughs> How exciting to send the children back to school. So it'll be fun. There's lots of opportunities, right? There's a lot of opportunities to do ministry, to get the gang back together, to, you know, have that big first opening night when everybody shows up. Big times, big times. I hope it's big for you. I'm looking forward to what the Lord's going to do in our youth ministry. We just had kind of a, a youth Sunday and it was youth Sunday I guess by design because everybody else was everybody else was gone, and I was it. I was the sole survivor. Everybody else was gone. I said, "Well, Paul, why don't you go ahead and preach?" And uh, and you know, I said, "Well, great. Well, let's go ahead and involve students because that's what I do." And uh, I wound up tag team preaching today. A student volunteered. I said, "Hey, I'd like somebody to help me preach this week." And a young lady, uh, f- uh, she's a freshman in high school, and I uh, gave her her um, assignment and I said, you're going to preach my first point of this message. And she crushed it, crushed it. Just a reminder, youth pastors, that a freshman uh, uh, student can can preach your message with enough time and uh, commitment and encouragement and a little bit of training. They can do it. Okay, so just it's just a freebie reminder there because I am reminded as well that my <laughs> I could just be tossed away and this young lady could take my job if uh, if she wanted it, I guess. But it was a powerful day. It was a great day. Uh, super proud of her, uh, Lizzie. Shout out if you listen to the podcast. Uh, she did a great job and I, I can't wait for more of our students to participate that way. And I will do a future episode about uh, kind of what we experienced today and my thoughts and feelings on student leadership. And I can't wait for you to hear it today. We're talking about assumptions, assumptions we would like made about us and how we can best project that to our pastors, uh, other staff, to the congregation and so forth. Before we get into that, though, this episode is brought to you by the Disciple Project store. I try to have a store with over 100 products in there, 100 resources. Uh, A lot of it is free. Uh, Some of it you pay for, but you know, that's how I do my side hustle. That's how I keep going and able to bring uh, this podcast to you and update equipment and all that kind of good stuff. So if you want to support the podcast, by all means, go on over to the store. There'll be a link down below, but I will tell you about three things that I have that you may be interested in. The first item is the fall bundle and the fall bundle has uh, a lot of messages here. There's four weeks on a series called Time to Tell, which is the power of testimony. Four weeks of Challenge Accepted about following Jesus. Four weeks of Open Your Eyes, uh, which is about seeing clearly. Two weeks lessons on friendships. One on Don't Label Me. It has a Halloween series in there called Bringing Back the Dead about martyrs and talking about martyrdom. Uh, There's Thanksgiving resources, Christmas. Uh, There's resources for you, the youth pastor. I put in there my squad goals, setting a course for your youth ministry. That whole series, audio series, you're going to get the youth meeting playbook. Tons of resources in there, articles and uh, and planning sheets to actually plan your youth meetings. You get my devotion, no comment, 40 days to tame your tongue. 
my book, Prepared for Impact, and a ton of other resources in there. If you're interested in that kind of fall bundle, which takes kind of care of all those things, well, then I'll put a link down below for that. And the second uh, bundle is a back to school bundle. And in this one, this has some different things in it. There's four weeks of transformed how God recycles your life, uh, four weeks of standalone together, which is dealing with loneliness, four weeks of shine a light, being a light to the world. Uh, there's uh, powerful illustrations. You get all, all the messages come with illustrations, uh, social media graphics. Uh, you get in this bundle, you get the my uh, meeting playbook. You get uh, another series called Failing Forward, which is a three-week series on dealing with failure. Uh, you get another three-week series called Small Things, Big Difference. Uh, you're looking at a ton of stuff. In addition, in this particular package, I'm also giving you a free 30-minute Mentor Me session to answer some of your fall planning questions. If that interests you, there'll be an email down there as well. And you can say, you'll get the email and say, hey, Paul, let's set up an appointment. Let's go ahead and talk about some things that I'm working through. In total, for the, for the back to school bundle, that's 22 weeks, almost half a year, six months worth of material. And I'll mention one more thing that I just created. It's a new four-week series called Do the Math. It is like the perfect back-to-school series because, well, it's you know, kids are going back, back to math, and now it's time for you to teach them some math. And basically, I take, it's a, it's a Christian living series, it has all the graphics, slides, all the things you want. Uh, it basically, I work through add, subtract, divide, and multiply. And it is a Christian living series talking about those things, things you should add to your life, things that you should subtract from your life. Uh, division being a good thing in this particular lesson and why it's important that you learn to divide uh, between truth and lies and those kind of things. And then finally, multiply, something every disciple should do. And that is a part of the back to school bundle. So, but if you want to buy this all by itself, you can, there'll be a link down in the show notes. All righty. Well, enough of that. Let's get on with talking about assumptions. I want to talk about three assumptions that really we as youth pastors want our pastors, our church, uh, you know, other staff, we want people to make assumptions. And I know that making assumptions is bad. And the old adage, if you've heard it, it, it makes a, a donkey out of you and me. Maybe you've heard that. But I want certain assumptions to be made. Uh, we don't like negative assumptions, but we do want some positive assumptions. And these are the three positive assumptions that I want my pastor, my church, the other staff, and hopefully these are three assumptions you want made about you as well. The first one is, and imagine that I am writing this out, right? I'm simply writing this out to my pastor, to my church. I'm making a public declaration, okay? I'm, I'm just, I've, I've, I'm writing on this scroll and I shall unroll the scroll at some meeting and I shall read this in front of the, the masses, okay? Uh, the first thing is, I want you to assume I'm competent, in other words, you've hired me for a reason. Let me take on challenges and believe I will succeed. If you don't, it's time and money wasted if you're going to micromanage me. Uh, you know, assume that I'm competent, that I've gone to school, that I've that I've you know that I've got a degree in something, uh, that I have some life experience, right? If you're younger, assume that I have the energy and the wherewithal and the and the passion to to learn more. Just assume that I'm competent, because if you don't assume that I'm competent the the day you hire me, well then that that's a problem. You you hired an incompetent person on purpose, which is really a terrible idea. You should never do that. The second assumption I want 
this pastor to make, who am I writing this to, and the church and other people, I want you to assume that I want what is best for the whole body and not just for the youth ministry. If you're an older youth worker, listen, which, which I am, I may need some help with my tunnel vision or being stuck in my ways a little bit to see the big picture. And if I am, uh, if you're younger, if you're listening, and which I'm, I'm not younger, but then remind me of the seniors the, who require more attention and care. And that's why you're going to turn the youth room into a Zumba room. Okay. I mean, listen, there's, if you, I want you to assume that I'm going to do right by the whole body. I'm not just for this ministry. I care about kingdom work. I care about everybody in the body of Christ, and I'm going to do my best to serve in that way. And the third and final assumption that I am making to the church, to my pastor, I want you to assume I will work hard. Now, listen, you notice that I did not say that I'll work hard for you, pastor, per se, but that is a given if I put my priorities in the right order. If I am a kingdom-minded person, then I will be about the Father's business and ultimately the church's business as well. If I am not kingdom-minded and you are not kingdom-minded, we will be about each other's business and ultimately fail at both our tasks. And I will conclude with this. Positive assumptions are free. It doesn't cost us anything to have a positive assumption about somebody. Some of us may have to do mental gymnastics to overcome past misgivings, but in the end, a positive assumption can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So with this, let's make an agreement. If you will assume the best about me, then I will assume the best about you. Assume that I am coming to this church to do my very best. And if I'm young, I'm going to be here and I'm going to be open to learning. If I'm a little bit older, then I'm going to learn to be more flexible. Sincerely yours, Paul Turner, Esquire. And so that is what I want my pastors, my church, and others to think about me. I, I would ask of you that are listening, what do you want churches, your church in particular, to assume about you? And I would say this, if you're a pastor that's listening, if you're a pastor, try communicating these positive assumptions you have about your youth pastor in creative and obvious ways, such as allowing your youth pastor to pray for the offering. This may seem like nothing, but what you are saying is, I trust you in front of these people, and I want other people to see you in another light. It's too bad many pastors hide their youth and children's pastors away from others for fear of X, whatever that is. I would ask you, what assumptions could be drawn from that? In the end, I believe that the pastor I serve does assume all this about me. And for that, I am thankful. But many youth pastors do not have that luxury. I know some of you listening don't have that luxury. The only assumption pastors should not make about their youth pastors and vice versa is that we are perfect. Unless your youth pastor, pastor has given you reason and a really good one at that to doubt them, assume your youth pastor is for you and not against you and wants to help you build the church and not tear it down. And youth pastors, let me encourage you, don't give your pastors reasons to have negative assumptions. You should work and be competent. You should do what is best for the whole body and not just for the youth ministry. And you should want to work hard keeping those things in mind. And if you'll do those things to the very best of your ability, you will keep negative assumptions from cropping up and you will be fulfilling your role in the kingdom and in your church. 
And that is it for today, Youth Pastors. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're brand new to the podcast, thank you for checking it out. I appreciate you being a part today. If you're a regular, as always, I appreciate your time and your attention. I hope that these episodes are of benefit to you. I hope that it helps you learn. I hope it's an encouragement. I hope it is something that you look forward to every week. And if you want to send me an email and let me know what you think about the podcast, just send me a drop me a little note to the disciple project at gmail.com and let me know what you think about the podcast. But until next time, remember, if nobody's told you lately that you're doing a good job, let me tell you, you're doing a great job and you're only going to get better. We'll see you in the next episode.